Hi everyone, I'm Mark Allen from The Sweatshop. You're listening to the 10-Minute Marketing Podcast. The podcast that helps you navigate the confusing world of marketing by giving you bite-sized, actionable tips and strategies to help with your marketing. I'm here with Beck today and we're going to talk about content for social and just basically all online marketing. So welcome and thanks for coming along today, Beck. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Not a problem. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. I would be what is considered a content producer. So I help businesses with their content strategy and how to produce their content and how to write their content and schedule it. Excellent. Okay. And you're really good at getting to the bottom of what works for clients and uh, and their audiences and delivering some really great looking content as well as content that is highly engaged. So can you just talk me through if I was a business that you were going to be doing the content for, where would you start with me? Sure. The one thing that amazes me time and time again when I go in and work with a company is what they perceive their target market uh, to be and what they think their target market is interested in. So I always really advise people to jump on to Google Analytics, have a look at what the interest base of the people that are following your website or going to your website, having a look at what has worked in the past and trying to get a really good understanding of your target market because I think that's the biggest problem that businesses make is just not giving the right message to the right people. So you do that through Google Analytics. What would you look for if you went into the Google Analytics console? When you jump into Google Analytics, you can actually get a really good insight as to your audience. So you can go in and you can have a look at their interests, their age, their gender, their location. And from that, you should have a pretty good idea of who you're talking to and who's interested in your product. So Google will tell you who your customer is? Pretty much. Yeah, it's actually a lot easier than a lot of people think. Okay, great. So that's based on their interests and their behavior and and the way that the the websites that they interact with online through Google. Yeah. And this isn't the be all and end all for who you're talking to because you might already have done customer surveys or you might already have a good idea, but it certainly does sort of hit home. I mean, I think the data never lies. So sometimes people can just be a little bit off on who they think they're talking to. So it's always good to just go back and look at the actual data for that one. All right. And are there any other things that you'd look for in Google Analytics? If you're already producing blog posts, obviously you can go back through and have a look what some of your popular blog posts are. Same again, if you're already producing a bit of content for your social, you certainly can have a look at what has been working in the past, whether it comes down to tone, image style, um, what you've been sharing or maybe interest-based stuff. So certainly going through and having a look at everything that you've done and doing a re- like really analyzing what has worked for you will give you a fairly good idea of how to move forward. That's excellent. So Google Analytics will tell you who your audience is and who you should be talking to. And it'll also tell you what sort of content your audience is responding to already. Yeah. Great. That's, that's fantastic. So once you have a good idea of the sort of content that your audience is looking for and the interests and, and I guess who they are, who you should be talking to, what's, what's the next step when you're developing content for businesses? 
It really depends case by case on each business. I always recommend having a good combination of video and image, maybe using a couple of third-party links that you can tag out to a couple of external sort of companies that sort of align with what you're doing. But it's always good to have a good combination. Obviously, video has a lot of cut through at the moment on Facebook. So it depends what platform you're really excelling in. I find most businesses have one platform they'll be doing really well in and then working out what type of content is the best for that particular platform. Okay, so the next step is, I guess, from what you're saying, deciding what sort of content to put out there based on the analytics. Should businesses double down and only focus on one type of content? Like video is so hot right now. So should everyone just be doing video or is there a certain type of content that suits a one type of business i think that it's a good mixture there's not one particular like you couldn't deliver every single message or every single product or via via a video not only would that just be really consuming time wise and look if you've got a massive big uh, production team then sure but most people are one to three people in a marketing team and there's just no way that you can deliver that video and have really good quality and be delivering the message every single day. So I think having a combination of all of the like, you know, images, third party links, maybe short little bits of chit chat, a blog post, keeping it mixed up and a good variety is going to appeal to a wider audience because not everyone loves video, not everyone loves blog posts. So the more you can give people and liquefy your content, the more people you're going to reach. So mix it up. Now we've gone through Google Analytics and we're looking at the different types of content styles that we're going to use. What's the next step that you would take when doing a content strategy for a business? Sure. Usually we would next look at doing a content calendar. So, and again, it varies on each business, whether you want to, and some people have a really good idea whether they want to post daily or weekly, how often they want to post, how often they've been posting in the past. So putting together a content calendar, which has all your different content types and whether you're going to do videos, images, whether they're going to be interest-based, what the message is going to be, are they going to be sales or interest-based? So putting that all together in a bit of a spreadsheet so at least you have an idea of what sort of content you need to start creating. Great. And are there programs that you'd use to schedule that or would you do that as you need to and and sort of take the time to schedule it uh, one post at a time? It comes down to what content you're posting. I think I love using Hootsuite and I always recommend, especially when people are starting out to use Hootsuite, it's really an intuitive sort of software program. It's really easy for people to use. It covers all of your platforms, unlike a few of the other guys that are out there. So certainly once you've got your content created and it's ready to be scheduled, then, you know, you can jump on, schedule out your sort of daily and your third party links. And if you have stuff that's going to be more industry news based, that's going to be more daily or topical, then obviously, you know, you would jump on and do that daily. So a combination of scheduling in advance what you can so that you're not always chasing your tail and then jumping on on a daily basis, obviously, and doing your your community management and your daily posts as well. So community management is a big part of, of content, is it? Definitely. Once you've put all of this work into doing all of your content and it's you've scheduled it all and it started going out and people are starting to respond to it, then 
you know, if you're not getting in there and being a part of the conversation, then you're really not engaging your community. So you certainly can get a lot more customer service brownie points for getting in there and talking back to all of these people that are engaging with you. You've given us a really good outline of exactly what to do when a business needs to create a content strategy. Are there any last things that we're missing out here that they should be doing? Yeah, of course. Once you've got all of your content going out, I mean, it's a, you're continually refining what you're doing in order to get the biggest bang for your buck or, or to get the most organic reach. So once everything has gone out, and especially if you're just starting off new and you haven't developed this sort of concept before where you're doing sales-based, interest-based, you know, third-party links, what you're going to want to do next is jump in and have a look on all of your different, like, you know, Facebook insights and, and Twitter insights. And you're going to want to go and see what your top five posts are for that week and make a note of you know was it video or was it photos maybe it was third-party links maybe it was uh, posts about your products maybe it was funny funny short little humorous posts so after you've done all of that hard work you really want to go through and then refine it and do more of what's working and because the main aim for doing all this content is reach and engagement it sounds like we're back at the beginning now where when you were looking at the Google Analytics to see what had worked historically. Exactly. It's just a cycle. And, you know, realistically, you sort of want to do that at the end of every week so that you can keep on. If you're spending all this time doing the content, you really want to be putting stuff out there that does get that engagement. So if you're not reviewing it and you're not checking what's worked, then, you know, you're really missing out a massive chunk of the cycle. Fantastic. Great. Well, I think that everyone can get a really good idea of exactly what goes into a content strategy today. So thanks very much for giving us some insight there, Beck. No worries. And thanks very much for listening to another episode of 10 Minute Marketing. I hope you got some really great value out of today's podcast. You'll find the transcript of today's episode on the website www.thesweatshop.com.au slash podcast. If you go to that page, you'll see links to all of the sites, apps, and examples I've spoken about today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a review on your podcast catcher and like and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, if there's someone who you think would benefit from the tips we give away in this podcast, please send it their way. I'm Mark Allen from The Sweatshop. Thanks for listening to another episode of 10-Minute Marketing.